Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Babakama daf ayin vav. We are holding on daf ayin heim base. We are at Amar Rav Acha Bereid Rav Ika. What is it like? Ten lines from the end of the page. So uh, today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Lina Shmas's mother, Goldaba Simchal Shalom, also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers. And for our captives, they should return home safely. And also in memory of Morris Sachs, Moshe Tzvi Elio Ben Zelig, who was nifted last week, his neshama should have an aliyah. So uh, what we are going to discuss today is first we're going to finish up our discussion from yesterday where we had a machlokas. What if uh, in a way that when the guy was modabaknas, he didn't actually cost himself anything because uh, his hoda'a didn't, uh, didn't implicate him in any sort of chiyuv. So do we say in such a case that modabaknas that he's taka going to be potter. So we suggested that that might be a Machlokas Tanaim. So now we're going to just finish up that discussion and say, nah, maybe the Tanaim are arguing about something else. Then on the top of Ayin Vav Amral, the Gemara is going to have three explanations why somebody uh, who steals and is makdish an item does not pay Dalit Vehei. Uh, forget about the Tzvich that is afterwards, just for being makdish it. Isn't the Hakdasha, isn't being makdish an item this similar to Mechira? And when you're Ganav and Machar, you pay Dalit Vehei. So why if you are Ganav and makdish? Don't you pay Dalit Vehei? Then the Gemara is going to explain why Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah had distinguished between Kachim that you're Chayiv Bachriyusam and Kachim that you're not Chayiv Bachriyusam in terms of the Chiyuvim of Dalit Vehei. Then the Gemara is going to have three explanations how you can be Chayiv Dalit Vehei for stealing Hegdish and Shechting it if Shechita Shein Ruya Lavshma Shechita. So how could it be that that's even called a Shechita to begin with? And the Gemara is going to prove on Amid Beis that Rabbi Shimon holds and the Gemara and the end of the daf going into uh, tomorrow's daf is going to t- tell us that the source of is by Para Aduma. So we're going to have uh, so Ahmed Beis is pretty much about is and how do we know that? And Ahmed Aleph is, uh, is about uh, Kadshim and the, uh, the role of Kadshim in Tevicha Umechira. But as I said, before we get to that, we have to finish up the discussion from yesterday. So with the Machlokas, we were uh, in the middle of talking about yesterday, was a Machlokas about someone who was Modebeknas, uh, in a way that didn't, didn't implicate him, there was not Mechaev him in anything, and then Ba'u Edim. So do we say that for sure is going to be Chaev? So we suggested a Machlokas Tanaim on that issue, that it might be not just a Machlokas Amorayim, but it goes back to Machlokas Tanaim. So Amr Ravach Abreid Ravika, lo, Ravach Abreid Ravika says, no, that's not, that's, uh, that's not correct. Again, the battle from the end of the page, last word on the line, line is Beray. So Amr Ravach Abreid Ravika, lo, that's not the topic that the Chacham and Sumchus are arguing about. Everyone would agree that if a Ganav is Moda on the Tvicha and Mechira, and he was not Moda on the Geneva, he had Edim that were Mechayim, him on the Geneva, so that's not considered a hoda'a that's going to patter him when Adam subsequently come and say that he did the tvicha because he was not mechayiv himself in anything with that hoda'a. So therefore, he's going to have to pay the dal like Rabbi Yochanan said, like Rav Hamnuna said. Aye, so what then are Sumchus and the Rabbanan arguing about? Ella be'edoshiat yochala zima kemitlugi. The Chum and Sumchus are arguing about a case in a, in, about a situation where you're not able to be mechayiv 
Chayim, the Din Hazama. By Edus She'iyatayachal Lahazima. Every Edus has to be at least eligible for Hazama. So what's the case? Kigon Da'asu Sahadi, two witnesses come to Beisdin. Va'amrile, and they tell the Ganav, Ganafta, you stole. Va'amrilehu, the Ganav says, you got, you got it exactly right. Ganafti, not only did I steal, I'll do you one better. V'tavachti, umacharti, I stole something, and I shechted it, or I sold it. Mihu, lo b'fnechem ganafti, el b'fnei ploni uploni. But you are not witness to my geneva. You certainly were not there. I uh, only uh, stole in front of two other Edim. Va'aisi uh, Sahadi, and the Ganav brings Edim. Va'azminu duloba payu Ganav. And the Edim that the Ganav brings are mazim the Ede ha-geneva, and they're made that imanu oyisim b'makoploni on the day that you claim you saw this guy stealing. So va'asu ploni ploni, and then the ploni ploni that the Ganav said actually witnessed his Geneva show up to Beisdin. So there's such an Elech right? He admits that he stole. He says exactly in front of who he stole. So we, you know, we, Beisdin's like taking down the names. What are the names of the Edim you stole in front of? Then we bring those Edim to Beisdin. And then, but he got, he's successfully Mazim, the Edim that initially said that he stole. And these other uh, Edim that he, he had uh, acknowledged had seen him stole come and testify that he stole and he shot or, or, or sold it. And the machlokas between the Chum and Sumchus is as follows. The Rabbanan Savri, the Rabbanan, who say that he's potter from Dalit Vehei in such a case, hold that since he was uh, Moda initially uh, to the Edus of that last set of Edim, Havila Edus Lahazima. That last set of Edim is Edus Shiatayach Lahazima, because the Ganav was already Moda, that he was Gana, Vitava, Humachar, in front of them. And therefore the Ganav cannot be Chayv on the Ganeva and the Tvicha because of these Edim, he's only going to have to pay the Karen to the Bailim based on his Hodaa, because that's what you got to pay for when you're Moda. You don't have to pay uh, any Knas when you're Moda. But he's Potter from the Kevel, from the Dal because he's Moda Beknas. Whereas the initial Edim that were Huzam pay the Ganav, Kevel, uh, which is what they were trying to be Machayev him. So the Ganav, he was clever over here. He knows that he was, uh, that he stole in front of Edim. So he's Moda to the whole thing, and he knows that the Edim that will then testify to everything he was just moded to are not going to be able to mechayev him anything other than uh, anything beyond what he was ready to mechayev himself by being moded that he was gone off and he's going to get reimbursed for everything that he paid because the initial aid the market going to come to Azama who are going to have to pay him the kefel so he's going to get reimbursed the kefel payment which uh, they were trying to be mechayev him the sumchus savar and sumchus holds no edus yatayachalazima have your edus that even though that last set of edim is edus yatayachalazima it still counts as uh, as edus so the original edim that are huzam pay tashlumi uh, kefel to the bailim and the and the and and the is uh, pays the arbava chamisha based on the edus of the uh, of the, of the last uh, set of edus of edim. Now Tosa Rush points out according to the shita. That it's edus yatayachal azima, and therefore it's not a valid edus. If those edim are actually huzam, meaning uh, the the edim that the ganav agreed with, that the ganav was moda to them, if they're actually huzam, they're not even going to get malchus because of uh, losana. Because if they were to get malchus, then that would be edus yatayachal azima. By definition, that would mean it's, it is edus yatayachal azima. Says, well, well, how how can you say that? Doesn't edus yatayachal azima mean that we're going to give to them kasher zamam kasher zamam lasos that? Uh, 
what they wanted to do to the other guy. And if you give them malchus, they're not, that's, they're not getting exactly what they wanted to do to the other guy. So Tosrosh points out, no, whenever you're not able to uh, be Mekayim Kasher Zamam, you get malchus instead, like Eide Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. That's at the beginning of Sechus Malchus. If Eidim testified that someone was Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, so uh, they're going to get malchus if they're found out to be Eidim Zomin. So just getting malchus alone is a Kiyum of Kasher Zamam. So then Tosrosh says, yeah, but maybe not, though. Maybe that's a special din because Vayim Ben Akrosa Russia, there's a Pasuk that tells me that Edis Ben Grush Ben Chalutz gets Malkus. But maybe by anybody else that, uh, that you're not going to be able to do Kasher Zamam, so then it becomes Edis Yachal Azima, even if you do uh, give Malkus. It's not Kasher Zamam, it's still called Yat Yachal Lahazima. That would be Talia the Chikira of what the role of Malkus is when you can't do Kasher Zamam. Is the Malkus the fulfillment of the Kasher Zamam, or is it instead of the uh, the Kasher Zamam? That if you view it as the fulfillment of the Kasher Zamam, so then they are if they can even just get Malkus. Whereas if you view it as instead of, when you can't do Kasher Zamam, instead you do Malkus, so then the Malkus is just for being made Eidus Sheker, and there is no Kasher Zamam on these Eidim. So ask the Gemara, how can you say that Sumchus holds that Eidus Sheyat Yochelazima is Kasher Eidus? We paskin, Eidus Sheyat Yochelazima, lo havi Eidus. We paskin, Eidus Sheyat Yochelazima is invalid Eidus. So says Gemara, Hani Mili, that which we say that Eidus Sheyat Yochelazima is invalid Eidus, Hechadolo Yadi Be'ezayom, Be'ezashoa, Dolekal Eidus Klal, that's if they don't know the basic. Uh, details of the Eidos. They don't know what day it was. They don't know what time it was. So in such a case, there's no kiyum to the Eidos whatsoever, because you have to be choshesh, that they're a shakranim. So therefore, uh, that, that, and that's why they're not telling you when this happened, so that no one will be able to catch them in their lie and say, Manu Yisim, you were with us in a different city, in a different state at that same time. Aval hacha, but over here in the case that the Chum and Sumchus are arguing about, that the only reason you can't be mazim this Eidos is not because we think that they're lying and that they're going to get caught in a lie. Adraba, the reason it's Yatiyach Lazima is because the Ganav himself agrees to everything that they're saying and his motive that he stole and that he shechted or he sold in front of them. And Odas Baldin is Kameya It's Edus Yatiyach Lazima because you already have the highest level of proof that all of this happened. You have Odas Baldin. So that's why Sumchus holds that that's an Edus Kshera and the Ganav pays based on that uh, that Edus, uh, except for the Kefel that uh, the Edim Arishonim are going to pay on his behalf, so the Ganif has to pay the, an, an additional two or three in order to be mashlim the Arba of the Chamisha. Good, so now the Gemara asks on Sumchus. Amr Mar, we just said, Hain Mishalmin Tashlimi Kefel, that the initial Edim that are Huzam pay on behalf of the, instead of the Ganif, they pay the Kefel to the Bailim. So it sounds like they pay uh, double, that they pay with uh, the Ganif stole $100. It sounds like those initial, initial Ede Hazama are paying $200. Wait a second. If the Ganav was Moda that he stole, he has to pay the Karen. The Kefal, I get why these Edom are going to have to pay because that's a Knas. And when he was, uh, when they were made Sheker, so the Ganav could be Moda and become uh, Potter because uh, he was still not Amar Bedin on the Knas. So it turns out that the uh, that w- when they were found to be Zomin, so he Mechayev them or whatever, he's not going to be Chayev. But the Karen, he's going to be Chayev. The Karen, he admitted that he stole uh, that he stole it. So I'm Rabbi Lazar, Rav, to me, that uh, we should learn uh, this, the true statement of Sumchus was 
tashlum the kefel, the to finish off the payment of the kefel. Uh, that uh, that the the inachinami, these initial eidim zomim don't pay twice the amount that the ganav stole. They pay the kefel payment after the ganav pays the keren payment. So if the animal is worth hundred dollars, the ganav pays hundred dollars, and these eidim pay an additional hundred dollars as the kefel. Good. That's the end of yesterday's discussion. So now we begin today's daf. So we said in the Mishnah, if a guy stole an animal, then he was maktish the animal, he made it hegdish, and then he either shechted it or sold it. So he pays kefel because he was because he stole it, but he does not pay tashlumi arbava chamisha. He does not pay dalad vehei. So Amri, they asked in the issue of bishlam atvichulam chayiv. I understand if he shechts it, he's not going to be chayiv. Dichi katavach de hegdish katavach because you're only chayiv when you shech the bailim's animal, but this is no longer the animal of the bailim. He was shechting Hegdish's animal. At the time that he shechted it, it already belonged to Hegdish, so he wasn't shechting a shore that belonged to the Bailam, because once he was Makdish it, the Hegdish is Chal, because the Bailam was already in the Siyah so it turns out Hegdish is Kona with Yeush and Shinu Rishos, and therefore no longer belongs to the Bailam. So granted, you're not going to be Mechaev and Dalvei for Tavach Machar, but shouldn't you be Mechaev and Dalvei just for being Makdish the Shar and taking it out of the Rishus Bailim into the Rishus of, of, of Hegdish? Just like if you sell the Shar, you Chayev Dalvei, and what did you do when you sold it? You took it out of the Rishus Bailim and gave it to someone else's Rishus. Mali Mecharul Lehedyot, Mali Mecharul Shemayim. Why should it make any difference to us whether you sold it to a regular person or whether you sold it to in both cases, it's a mechira, and you should be chayiv dalit vehay for that. In the sefer Yamatam, he raises the question: Why is it so partial to the Gemara that hegdish has a din like mechira? Uh, it, it, it does. It's not as permanent as mechira. If you're makdish something, you could be shawel on the hegdish and therefore undo the hegdish. If I sold something, I, uh, I owned a valuable piece of uh, real estate, and I uh, and I sold it five years ago, and the market went straight up, and now it's worth five times. I can't just be. I'm being shawel on the. Uh, on the mechira. there's no such thing. You sell it, you sell, it's sold. It's not, so mechira and hegdish are not really the same at all. So why would the Gemara assume that uh, that they're the same? So in the Sefer Yama Talmud, he suggests that the kasha of the Gemara is in cases where you're not able to be shawalah and hegdish, like by Tamura. Um, and uh, there are other cases, there are exceptions where you're unable to be shawalah and hegdish. So, uh, okay, that's an okimta. But uh, the Gemara's question is when you transfer the rishos uh, from the bailim to hegdish, isn't that the same as selling to somebody else? And shouldn't you be chayv dalvei for that? Why does the Mishnah say that you patron dalvei? Says the Gemara, Hamani, when we say you're not chayv dalvei for the Hegdish, it's assuming like Rabbi Shimon, he, we're assuming like the sheet of Rabbi Shimon, the Amar, Kachim Shechayv Bachriusan, Birushusay Demare Kaimi, that any Kachim that the Bailim was Matish is going to be chayiv in the achrayus of that kachim, even though it's not his, it belongs to Hagdish, it's uh, considered a gorim lemamon. So, uh, meaning when when uh, when he's Matish with achrayus, there's a chiv mamon on the bailim who's Matish them. That if the animal gets stolen, they're going to have to bring another animal in its place. And if it doesn't get stolen and uh, that animal is brought, then they won't have to bring another animal. Then they'll be yotzi their chiv. So Rabbi Shimon holds anytime you have a gorim lemamon, it's kimamon dami. It's kim- 
it's as if it's his mammon. And therefore, this shard that the God of stolen, he was maktish uh, for the sake of his neder, it is not yotze from the rishos of the Bailim to the rishos of Hagdish. It's not a mechira gemura because he still maintains monetary interest in it. And that's why he's going to be chayiv dalad vehei. So that's answer number one. That maybe that line in our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Shimon, that Rabbi Shimon is the author of that line in the Mishnah. Frak the Gemara. Wait a second. Hamid the Seifa, Rabbi Shimon Avi. The Mishnah later on introduces Rabbi Shimon. So, Reishalav, Rabbi Shimon, that implies that up until that point of the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon has not been speaking. Right? We say, and we're going to discuss this line, that Rabbi Shimon Omer, Kachim Chayvach Riusam Mishayim Tashlomir Bavachamisha, Vishayna Chayvach Riusam Potter. That's Beferish in our Mishnah. So, it sounds like up until that point, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon. It's going uh, like the Rabban in the world that even Kachim Shechayvach Riusam does not belong to the Bailim. And therefore, back to the Kasha. Why, according to the Rabbanon, does the Ganav not pay Dalit Vehei on the, uh, on, on the Hektish, which is like a Mechira? Ella Hachamayaskinan, what's the case that the Mishnah is talking about where we patter him on the Etzim Hektish? Bekachim Kalim, meaning on just being Maktishin. We're talking about that the Ganav was Maktish to Shar as Kachim Kalim, meaning he was Maktishin to bring it as a carbon Shlamim, not like an Ola or a Chatas, which is Kachim Kachim. So uh, even Rabbi Yosef Lili's moda that it's not considered Mamun Bailim if it's Kachim Kachim. And we're assuming, like the sheet of Rabbi Yosef Lili, Tamar Kachim Kalim, Mamun Bailim, who holds a Kachim Kailim is uh, is still considered to be Mamun Bailim Lechal Davar. And it, it, what does it mean, Lechal Davar? It's still yours. You want to be Makadish Nisha with Kachim Kailim, Mekudeshes, according to Yossi Aglili. Um, the, uh, the, the, so, so, uh, so that's what we must be assuming up until the time that it's shafted. Once it's shafted, it's no longer Mamun Bailim. And therefore, Uberashus Sekaimi, even though the Ganav was Makdish, the Shor for Kachim Kailim, it never left the Rashus of the Bailim. And therefore, that, that form of being maktish something is not considered a mechira to be mechayiv someone dalad vehei. Now the achronim wonder why it is that the Gemara has to be mamid dafka according to Yosei Aglili the oros of kachim kalim even according to the Rabbanan belong to the bailim. Uh, that's a mishra mesaches vachim. So since a chelik of the shor still belongs to the ganav, so it turns out that the mechira is not a mechira gemura on the entire shor. And the Gemara is going to bring a daya on ayin chesam beis that if someone sells an animal except the whole animal is being sold except for its shearings you don't pay because you have to sell the whole thing so by definition when you're maktish even uh, when you're maktish kachim kalim even if you're not like Rabbi Yossi Aglili you're not really uh, giving up uh, ownership of the whole thing because you maintain ownership of the oro so it's not umacharo Kulo. So in the Sefer Beis Aaron, he suggests that the Gemara over here is assuming like the Deya in the Gemara in, uh, in Dafayin Ches, that you don't need to sell the entire Shar in order to be Chayiv. And it's only if you're Meshayer, something that's, uh, that, that's, that's Nitar Beshchita, that you can be Pater. But if you're Meshayer, the Tzemer, which is not Nitar Beshchita, that's uh, not considered a Shiur, it's not considered that you left something out, and that's how we Paschal Halacha. So that's why the Gemara wants to Dafka say within Rabbi Yossi Aglili that you are still the only Owner. But according to the Rabbanan, um, you would not still be considered the owner once you are Makdashit as, uh, as Kachim Kalim.
Mekalim. Aval, Kachay Kachim, so the Gemara says, but wait, but you're telling me that if I steal an animal and then a Makdashit is Kachay Kachim, my Mishayim Tashlumi Dal Vachamisha, then from the act of Hegdish itself, by being Makdashit, I'm now going to be Chayiv and Dal Vehei? If that's true, Adetani Resha, Gan Vatav of Acharka Hegdish Mishayim Tashlumi Dal Vehei, when the Resha wanted to come up with a case where you throw Hegdish in the mix and you're still going to be Chayiv Dal Vehei, instead of telling me a case of I steal it, then I shecht it, and only then I'm makdish it. That's what I'm chayiv dalvei. Liflog listening b'tida. You can keep the case much more similar and draw a much more nuanced uh, distinction. That b'med v'amramurim. When do I say that if I'm makdish the animal and then shecht it, I'm putter from dalvei? That's only b'kachim kalim. That would only be by kachim kalim. Eli b'drabi yosei glili. Avul b'kachim kachim mishan tashlum yarav v'chamisha. But if it were kachim kachim, my taka would be chayiv dalvei. How come the Mishnah didn't make that distinction? It would have been a much smarter, much uh, a much more mechudeshdik um, distinction to make. And the Mishnah always wants to. Teach me the biggest chiddush. So the Gemara says, okay, there's a third answer. Why is it that when I'm makdish the animal, I'm not chayiv dalvei for being makdish? After all, isn't being makdish the equivalent of being mocher? There's no chiddush between kachikachim In any case, you're not going to be chayiv dalvei for being makdish. And that which you ask, why isn't it the same as mechira? After all, mali mechor lahedyot, mali mechor l'shemayim. What difference does it make if I sell it to a hedyot or I sell it to shemayim? It makes all the difference. Mechor when you sell it to Hedyot, initially it was called Ruven's Shar, now it's called Shimon's Shar. So you've successfully transferred it into somebody else's Rishos. But when you're Makdish, it may Kara, Torah de Ruven, Vahashta, Torah de Ruven. That uh, people are still going to call it by the name of, uh, of, of Ruven. It's still called, it's just that they, they don't call it Ruven's uh, uh, pet anymore. They call it Ruven's carbon. They call it Ruven's Ola. But it's Ruven's Ola, right? When the Carter and the base of oh, whose animal, which animal is that? Oh, that's Ruven's carbon, right? They still call it by, uh, by his name. So therefore, it's, since it's not called a Shor Shal Hagdish, it's not considered a real Mechira, and uh, you're not going to be Chayiv, uh, Dalvei, I'm being Makdish. So again, the Gemara raised the question why is it that you're not Chayiv Dalvei? just for being makdish the animal after all isn't making uh, something hegdish considered to be uh, a mechira so three answers the first two were rejected first answer is we're assuming like the shita of Rabbi Shimon that uh, when you're chayv b'achrisam it's still considered to be in your rishos but we said that can't be because the Mishnah later introduced Rabbi Shimon second answer is that with kachim kalim alivet Rabbi Yossi it's still considered the mamun bailim so we said that can't be because if it were true that by kachim kachim would be dalvei. The Mishnah should have mentioned something like that. And the third answer is no, you're not chayiv dalvei because it's still called your shar. It, uh, when you make something hagdish, it doesn't transfer title. So now we uh, move on to to explaining the sheet of Rabbi Shimon. The Mishnah said that Rabbi Shimon Omer that if it depends on whether you took it as a neder and a dava to make it kachim, that if it's something that you're going to be chayiv to replace, if it gets Stolen, so then it's Dover Gorim Lamamon, and it's your responsibility, and therefore you're going to be Chayiv Dalit Vehei, whereas uh, if Tseinu Chayiv Bachrisim, you're going to be Patas. So the Gemara understands 
that Rabbi Shimon does not intend to be mechayv by kachim shchayv b'achrisan on the tvicha because the shor is yotzim rishus from the rishus of the original bailim, and you're not being toveach the shor of the bailim to be chayv on it. It's just that Rabbi Shimon holds that on the etzem a hegdish you're chayv because the hegdish itself is considered the mechira. So it's not about the shechita; it's just by being makdish kachim shchayv b'achrisan. That's what you're going to be chayv the dalvei on. That's the gemara's um, uh, presumption going into this discussion. So based on that, Amri, they ask, wait, I understand that Rabbi Shimon holds that why should it make a difference whether my mechira is done through regular sale or my mechira is done by making it belong to Hagdish that it's a mechira l'shamayim, but but then shouldn't he have yielded the opposite conclusion that kachim shchayiv bach Potter, that if I'm still on the hook for it, right, I'm still chayv b'achrisim, I should be potter from the dalvei, ta'akati lo nafak mirashusei, because it's still a davar agarim l'mamon for me, and therefore it's k'mamon dami, it's like it's still mine, I didn't really uh, yield a seed rishus of this item, but kachim she'enu chayv b'achrisim chayv, we should have said that if you're not chayv b'achrisim, that's you're going to be chayv, t'mafke de mirashusei, because in such a hagdish, the behema actually left the rishus abaylim, it's not even a gorim l'mamon, but in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon said the opposite. So uh, how could that be? How do we make any sense of Rabbi Shimon? So says Gemara Amri, they answered that Rabbi Shimon is not talking about the case uh, that we were just talking about in the Reisha, that the Ganav was Makdish the Shar. In such a case, Rabbi Shimon would say that you're not Chayiv on being Makdish it, even by Kachim that you're Eino Chayiv Bachrisam, because like we just said before, the shame by them, it's Tartmei, Karadar de Ruvein, Hashtar de Ruvein. So since it's always going to be called the Shar, of Ruvain in a chinami. In that case, where you just steal something in Ramakdish, you're not Chayev Dalvehe. No, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon, who makes the distinction between Kachim Shayev Bachrison and Kachim Shayev Chayev Bachrison, is a case that was not discussed in this Mishnah. Vachikatani. It's talking about the following. And so that which we said back on Daf Samach Bezam and Bez. Uh, it's talking about going back on a previous Mishnah. That Eina Gone Vacharagana Mishain Tashlumidal Vehe. Someone who steals a shard. And then someone else comes and steals it from the Ganav. The Ganav Shani does not pay our Dalvehe if he's Tavachumachar. Vichain. And we see that Gonev Hegdish me base Bailim. That uh, even someone who steals a Behemoth Hegdish from the base Bailim that uh, was Makdashit. And then he's Tavachumachar. So he's potter. He's potter on the tzvich and the mechira. My time. Why is that? Because the ganav mi beis ha'ish. The pasuk says when it comes to paying kefal, the ganav mi beis ha'ish imi matzei ganav yeshalim shnayim. So we darshan that it's only when it's mi beis ha'ish from the bailim that you pay tashlumi kefal. Below mi beis hagdish, but not if you stole it from the beis hagdish. So since and once you're not going to be chayv the kefal, so mainly you're not going to be chayv dal and the tzvich and mechira because when there's no kefal, then there's no dal That's always the rule. So and that's the case that uh, that the Mishnah is talking about in the Sefer that Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, well, it depends. You stole it from the Bailim's house after the Bailim was Makdishit. What kind of Hegdish did he make it? Right? So, if he made it Hegdish in a way that he's, that the Bailim was Chayiv Bachrisan, then the Ganav is going to have to pay Tashlum Kefel, and if he's Tavach Machr, he's going to have to pay Dalvei. My time, Karina Bey, Vikanam Ish, because that's still called. The gun of me ish. 
I, the original Bailam, was Makdashit, but he kept himself on the hook for it. Meaning, even though he's Makdashit, if it were to get lost, if it were to get stolen, he's going to be responsible to replace it. And therefore, Klape that Bailam, it's a Dabra Garim Lamamon, and it's Kamamun Dami, so it's really Mibesa Ish. But Shainu Chayyibachriyusan, but if it's Kachim that you're not Chayyibin the Achrai is for Potter, then you're not going to have to pay Kefal or Dalvehe, the low Karinan Bay, Vigunav Mibesa Ish, because you're not going to be able to say Vigunav Mibesa Ish, because it uh, totally belonged to Agdish. It didn't belong to the Ish at all. So Michti, so the Gemara asks on this explanation of Rabbi Shimon, Shamin Le Rabbi Shimon, we learned according to Rabbi Shimon that he's the town of our Mishnah Da Amar, who says that when someone steals uh, a, 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 a gun of Shech to Behema and turns out to be a trefa that you putter on the Shechita, uh, you putter on Dalvei for the Shechita, why? Shechita Shainu Shechita, Rabbi Shimon himself holds that if the Shechita that the Ganav did is a Shechita Shainu that's not called the Shechita, and therefore it's not going to be Chayiv in Dalvei, well, Kachim Nami, a Ganav that uh, Shech did a Kachim animal, Shechita Shainu it's a Shechita that's not Roy Lachila, because Kachim, it's Kachim Chutz, it's Kachim that you, you, you were, uh, you were, you Shechted Chutz Lemakomam, Chutz Lazara, so it's also Bachila, so why is it that Rabbi Shimon is Chayiv, is Mechayiv, Dalit Vehei, for shechting, uh, for stealing and shechting kachim, shechayiv bachriusam. Granted, it belongs to the bailim because the bailim's on the hook. It's davar garm lemamon. It's kamam and dami of the bailim. But the shechit is a shechit shein ruya. So be mechayivim kefal. But you're not going to be mechayivim dal vehei for such a shechit. So Rabbi Yochanan answers um, uh, in t- two different ways. There are two possible uh, girsaos of what his answer was. So Gyasu Rav Dimi Amar Rav Yochanan. When Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the name of Rav Yochanan, "Bishochet timimim mi." That the gun of Shecht of the Behema, as it was, a Tmima, without any mum, in the Azara, shame the Bailim. Meaning, who told you it was Shchut Echut? Who told you he didn't Shecht it in the Azara? The Ganav went, he stole this Kachim animal that the, the, the Bailim was on the hook to replace if uh, there was a problem, and therefore it's Davragarm the Mumfrim, and he schlepped it to the base of and he Shecht it in the Azara. So the Gemara asks in that Territz, the Harei Chazra Kerem the Bailim. But in such a case, that's as if you brought the Ganav right back to the Bailim because even though the Bailim can't use this uh, because the Bailim himself would have done the same thing with the animal he can't do anything else other than shecht it in the Azara so since the Ganav brought it shame whatever carbon it was meant to be brought for in the Azara so you just basically returned it to the Bailim and said uh, don't trouble yourself you don't have to go to the basement I'll be your shliach I'll do it for you so uh, it's as if you just returned the, the, the animal back to the Bailim so you shouldn't be chayv anything not the kefal not the dalvei so I'm Rav Yisab Aravin now the case is that uh, after they shechted it, the dam spilled and they weren't able to catch it in the cleat to be zorikit on the mizbeach. So the carbon was not olu lebailim l'shem chova, meaning you need a zrika in order for the carbon to count for the bailim. So that, therefore it's not considered as if you did what the bailim needed to do with that animal and the ganav is going to have to pay. But since it was a shechita kedin, it's a shechita ruuya, meaning nishpach adam is after the shechita, but it was a shechita kedin, so it was a shechita ruuya, and therefore yichayiv on that Now, normally we define shchitruya as that you're able to eat the basar. When it was nishpach you're not able to eat the basar. But since at the moment that you shechted it, it was kedin and it was the dam was omedli zarek, and you know the dam should have been at that point. You would say dami. So the basar was considered roilachila. We'll see that soon in the Gemara. So that's one girsa of how Rabbi Yochanan answered this question. Again, the question was that uh, that that if shchit uh, shenruya is how could it be that if you steal a kachim animal, according to Rabbi Shimon, and then you shechted, that you're going to be chayiv the dalvei? You shouldn't be 
chayv dalve, you didn't do a shechita ruuya. So answer number one is you did a shechita ruuya in the azara, and it's just that you, you didn't end up uh, having a zrika sadam. Another possible uh, version of what he answered, kiasa ravin am rabbi yochanan. When ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, said in the name rabbi yochanan, b'shochet mimim b'fnim shalol l'shem bailim that he shechted the kachim in the azara like it was supposed to be, but he didn't shechte l'shem bailim. And the din is that the carbon is kosher and it's mutar ba'achila, but it's not all the bailim l'shem chalva because uh, the mishnah masech zvachim says that kol zvachim shenizbuchu shalol l'shman are kshirim el shalol bailim l'shem chavasan. So therefore, it's a shechita ruuya, but nevertheless, it's not considered that chazra gneva it's a labailim because the bailim is still going to have to bring another animal in its place to fulfill the neder. So therefore, the guy who stole it is going to be chayiv to pay kefel because the bailim has to replace it now, and he's going to have to pay dalvei because what he did was in fact a shechita ruuya. A third possibility. Why isn't this a shechita she'en ruuya? Reish Lakish Amar b'shochet balimum b'chutz. He shechted a behemas balmum, and the guy who shechted it outside the azara has a behemas balmum should be shechted, and therefore it's a shechita ruuya, and he's chayiv dalve for that. So Taiba uh, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar was uh, not satisfied with this, uh, with these terutzim. Taiba is a particular expression of dissatisfaction. So Taiba Rabbi Elazar, and he asked. According to the tarets that Ravin said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Shechita Mataras, does the Shechita alone matter the carbon la'achila? Well, Zrika Mataras. The Zrika Sadamus was matter the carbon ba'achila. And prior to the Zrika, the Basara carbon is still Asr. So at the time of the Shechita, it's not a Shechita Ru'uya. I mean, you're telling me, oh, it was a Shechita Ru'uya because he did it in the Azara. No, you need a Zrika in order to make the, the carbon uh, something that you're allowed to eat. And the Reish Lakish, and according to the tarots of Reish Lakish, the difficulty is Shechita Mataras. Well, you think the Shechita is matter the carbon that's a Balmum ba'achila? Well, Pitiya Mataras. It's the Pityon that's matter ba'achila. So at the time of the shechita, if you have not yet been poda the carbon, it's still a shechita she'en ruuya. So the Gemara answers ishtamite had Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Lazar forgot that which Rabbi Shimon says, which is kala omid lizrok kizaruk dami vekala omid liftos kipadui dami. Meaning enochinami, you need a zrika sadam on a behemas kachim that's a tamim, and you need a pidyon on a on a, on a behemas kachim that's a balmum in order to be matir the basar ba'achila. But if at the moment of the shechita it was all made for Ezrika Stam, if at the moment of the shechita it was all made for a pidyon, well then it's Kizaruk Dami Kapadli Dami, it's Kavaita considered a shechita ruya. So that sends the Gemara in a different direction. Where do we find that Rabbi Shimon says, Kala Omeid Le is Kir? That something that's meant to happen is as if it has already happened. Kala Omeid Le is Kizaruk Dami Ditanya. We learn that in the following Brisa. That Rabbi Shimon Omer, Yesh Nosar Shumatami Tumas Ochlin. Those karbanos that become possible. Because uh, they've already uh, passed their time that they're allowed to be eaten. So there are some times that even though it became, the basar became, uh, became asr, but it's still metame as tumas ochlin. That if a sheretz were to touch it, it would become tame. And uh, you touch it after that. Uh, it, 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 and it would, if it touches any other ochlin after that, it will be metame that. Uh, and there's other types of noser that does not have a din of Tumas Ochlin, like all Yisurei and Nah, that are not Matami Tumas Ochlin, according to Rabbi Shimon. So when does noser get the status of Tumas Ochlin, and when does noser not get the status of Tumas Ochlin? So, Kate said, how does it work out? Lun Lefnei 
if it became Asr before the Zrika Sadam on the Mizbeach during the daytime, so it's an Isra Hana'a, and therefore Einam Atami Tumas It's not going to be Tami Tumas Ochlin, even if, if it became Asr Benos, uh, uh, it's not going to become Tami Tumas However, if it became Asr Benosar, Li'achar Zrika, you did a Zrika Sadam on the Mizbeach during the day, and then it became Nosar. So now, Matami Tumas because since it had a Zrika Sadam, and at that point, it was Mutter Ba'achila. So that, that's when it became an ochel. At that point, it's labeled a food. So yeah, later on, you messed up and you kept it around for too long. And it was a carbon that should have been gotten rid of. It should have been consumed in its proper time and you left it beyond its time. But that doesn't make it lose its status of food for Kaimalan. And we have a, uh, uh, we have a, uh, a, a, a Kabbalah that the explanation is that my Lefnei Zrika, what does it mean when Rabbi Shimon says that it was Lon Lefnei Zrika? It doesn't mean that you actually left the animal over uh, before the Zrika Saddam on the Mizbeach. Mamish, it means Kodem Shenir Lizrika. Ooh, that's a huge uh, change. The not that you, le- you had the Lina and that you left it overnight, you left it past its man before the Zrika actually happened, but before it was ever even possible to do the Zrika Saddam. In such a case, it's not going to be Mitami Tumas Ochlin. La'achar Zrika, and when we say La'achar Zrika, it's love Dafka that you already did the Zrika Saddam, but it was La'achar Shenir Lizrika. Once there was a possibility to be Zorik the Dam, even if Poel, you were not actually Zorik the Dam, that's enough in order to give it the status of, uh, of Tumas Ochlin. So according to this, even if uh, the Basar uh, didn't stay overnight, since the Dam was not Nizrak, the Basar becomes Asr, and Lina is that which the Dam is Lan at the time of Shkia Sachama, that it was just that the Dam just never got thrown on the Mizbeach. So that, that, all, that alone would be, uh, would be enough to, to passel it, because the food, ne- the, the basar never became ra'ila achila. So Gemara explains, kodem shenir lezrika lan, if it, if it went overnight, before it went past its man, before it was ever ra'ila lezrika mayhi, what's the case where that happens? To lo hav yeshuhus b'yom that there wasn't enough time during the day that the carbon was shechted to be, possibly be zarek the dam. How could you, how could that happen? To shechte, samach that, you know, you're running late, and you shech the animal, pumped a second before so since you never could have done a Zrika Saddam on that uh, on that dam, so therefore it's not metame to Masochlin, and uh, because Zrika was never a possibility. But But if it's uh, after it was Rawi for Zrika, then it, uh, it was left overnight. That means that there was time. You shechted it a half hour before before Shkia, and there was plenty of time to do the Zrika. Well, once there was time to do the Zrika, and there was Omeid Lizrika, so then metame to Masochlin. Then even if Besofoshal at the end of the day, the dam was not actually in Israel on that day because whatever they got lazy, they got distracted, they forgot something. So since it was rightly to be Zorik the dam and it was Mutzbachila, so it has a shame Ochlin on it. So from the fact that Rabbi Shimon holds that any time there would have been time to do the zrika, it's already it already has a shame Ochel. Alma kala omed lizro kizaruk dami. You see that he holds that anytime something is omed and is ready to, to have a zrika, it's as if you already did the zrika, and therefore the basar is considered as if you already zarik hadam uh, for it and it's royal achila, even though in actuality you were never zarik the dam and it was never actually hutal achila. And uh, so that's where we get the idea that Rabbi Shimon holds 
Kola Omed Lizrok is, is Kizaruk Dami. And where do we get the idea about Kola Omed Liftos? The Kola Omed Liftos, Kipadli Dami, we learn Titania, Rabbi Shimon Omer. We'll go into tomorrow's dots, since we're not going to be here anyway. Para Metame Tumas Ochlin. Para Duma is Metame Tumas Ochlin. That if he touches Sharetz, it becomes Tame as Tumas Ochlin. And even uh, and, and, and if afterwards it touches uh, Ochel, the Ochel is going to become Tame, even though the Para is Asurabana. And according to Rabbi Shimon, all these Surayana are not Matami Tumasoklin. Why? Because once you shechted it, at that time it could have become Mutabachila. So at that moment it became Ochel, and therefore it doesn't lose its status of, uh, of, of, uh, of Ochel from that, uh, from, from that, from that moment. So, uh, so that's how we learn that Kalami Lizrok is Kazarog Dami, Kalami Liftos is Kipadli Dami. I'm going to be away for the next uh, week or so, as will Elisha. Rabbi Yehuda Balsam will be giving the Dafyomi Shir over the course of the next week. We thank Rabbi Balsam in advance for, uh, for giving this year. Have a great day, everybody.